0: Wow. You can't recreate worship. You can't just invent worship. You can't, when worship happens, it's real. True worship is authentic. True worship is authentic. It's real. You can't create it. You can try, but when worship truly happens, you know it in here. And when it happens, don't be surprised when opposition comes. Yeah. When David worshipped, when the presence came back in the Old Testament, it said that he danced and he whirled and he was expressive. True worship. But what happened? People looked on and they criticised. Yeah. They criticised. Yeah. Because when true worship comes... True worship, it does something in here. And people, when they're not in it, will look on and they can't get it. Yeah. No. And when the woman with the alabaster box, it says in the New Testament, when she worships, she broke open her, her, her vessel, her jar, and broke it at Jesus' feet. Yeah. What did they do? The disciples criticised her. Yeah, should have known better. They should have known better. Yeah. We're talking Christians here that criticise worship. Yeah, close that mouths, Lord. The ones who were closest to Jesus, they criticised. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be surprised when people sometimes even in this place can maybe be criticised. Those closest oh, to yeah. you can criticise. Yeah, but don't back off. We got, got Not in here, not in this place oh, today, no. you're all lovely you've got today. Them everywhere, brother. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty but don't be surprised because when yeah. true worship comes, Let something you. happens. The worship centre. This is the centre. God is the centre. God is the very centre of why we worship. Amen. And I'm thankful for that today. Lovely. I'm thankful for that today. It seems to be a bit echoey. Is it me or is it... Okay, on. So, just some um, housekeeping. We've got a um, chat in the chapel tomorrow evening. Yeah, tomorrow evening. So in the chapel, John, you're going to bless us with some teaching and we're going to have some interaction and it's going to be a good night. So in the chapel tomorrow, 7.30. So we want to be in that place, yeah, where God's going to speak. God is going to speak. So that's tomorrow evening. And we've got no life meeting on Wednesday. Well, that doesn't sound right, does it, saying there's no life. (laughs) There's no life meeting on Wednesday night. Okay, we're going to give... uh, I know, what are we are going to do? What are we going to do? Are well, you going to come in on Monday night, tomorrow night? We've got chat in the chapel. But there's no life. And then there's going to be life again next Sunday. Okay, there's going to be life again. We'll give Wendy... Wendy needs a break, don't you? you need, Wendy needs life. Wendy needs life. <laughs> Wendy needs life. So we're going to bless. It's half term this week. It's half time this week, so it's good to see some backsliders in this morning from Farnborough. We welcome you, backsliders. We haven't seen you for a while. Do you want to sign the visitors book right before you leave? Okay, that would be good. So it's good to see you. It's good to see the people that are back that have been poorly. Um, I can't mention everybody. I'm always going to forget somebody. So if you've been poorly, it's good to see you back. Merv, I'm just thinking of you. It's good to see you back. So amen. It's good to see Millie with us as well. Yeah. Jen's daughters, good to see you with us. Went to the beach yesterday at Dawlish, got blown around with all the wind and rain, and it's good to see you this morning. Wow. Wow. Have you subscribed? Yeah. As you've subscribed to our YouTube channel, I'm talking to the kind of millenniums now, okay? Have you got YouTube have you heard of YouTube? Yeah, have you heard of YouTube, Caleb? I don't have they heard of YouTube, have they? You don't know. Get your five TikTok. Oh Get your, have you got your phone out now? I know TikTok. I know. Have you got your phone now? Have you? Go on. Go on our YouTube channel. I'll no, give you permission. We've got seventy-four subscribers. Okay. If you weren't in the other week, I'm on to get 100 subscribers. Kezia was the 74th at McDonald's in the week. She was like, well, I'm waiting to be the 100th, so I get the prize, she said. Because I said, well, 100th person to become our subscriber gets a prize. Okay, you're going to be surprised with what it is, all right? But we've gone from 46 to 74. And we're only 26 short, so you need to put in the Worship Centre Plymouth, okay? You see our little logo on there, right? Because there's a few other worship centres, and you, Ella, you're not exempt, okay? You're allowed, okay? And I want you to subscribe to it because what that means is we get the tag name, the Worship Centre, and at the moment all it is is gobbledygook and loads of random letters and words. But it's important that you subscribe to it so you're up to date with any messages that we've got on our on our system. So I want to encourage you to keep doing that. Friends, family, whoever it may be. don't have to be in this church. It could be anybody. Subscribe to that, yeah? yeah. 74. Okay. I've got a little presentation to do as well this morning. We heard last week, um, I was a bit, we were away last week, obviously. And then when I listened to the message in the week, I was a little bit upset I was a little bit kind of, oh, bless. Well, get over it. What do you mean, get over it? And why was I doing that? I heard heard Rob's message last week. Good message last week. And he said that Wendy, after washing his face with a flannel, said that he had to put the flannel in the wash every time he used it. And I'm thinking, us men, we're thinking... Well, I can't remember when I last put the flannel in the the wash after. So this, I've bought you some flannels, okay? (laughs) Now these are his own flannels, okay? And he can do whatever he wants with them, okay? Two flannels. Okay, so I'm going to present you with a couple of flannels, all right? But what I've also bought him is he thought that you were away this week, so I bought him a diary, Okay? (laughs) So now there's no excuse, okay, for knowing where you are. It's a red one for Man United, okay? But these are Rob's flannels, and he can do whatever. Now, some people have said he's spoken a bit of flannel recently, okay? But you can have these flannels as your own. They're deluxe ones, look. Deluxe. So nice and soft on your face. So now, if Wendy says stick that, you don't have to because they're yours. All right? So bless you, brother. Okay. <laughs> Oh dear. That's caused a bit of a stir, hasn't it? That's caused a bit of a stir. Well, last weekend, like I said, we were away. Um, it was our anniversary last Sunday. 18 years we've been married, me and Joe. Lovely. And, lovely, lovely. That's so I thought I'd get more than a clap than that. Come on. Well, Joe deserves a clap more like that. Sort of, yeah, I know. <laughs> and so we had planned to go away. Okay, don't get much chance to go away. Rosie had a residential trip. Okay, to Grenville in in Brixham. Okay, so with a school, so she was going away for a couple of days. So me and Joe thought, oh. What can we do? We thought, oh, we'll go away for a night. It'd be nice just to get away, the two of us. It's important, isn't it? Yeah, important, important, isn't it, John? Isn't it, John? It's important. So, we planned this this trip. <laughs> 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 when was it? Uh, when was? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've opened up a canal. Of- <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even take me out. Let, look, <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Just receive that word. <laughs> Oh, dear. That's it now. It's, it's chaos over on that side. Let's see if I can work on this side. <laughs> so we hadn't booked anywhere to go, okay? We were leaving it to the last minute. We hadn't booked anywhere to go. But we were thinking, me being a man, okay, I was thinking city break. Right? I was thinking of flying off for the weekend somewhere, right? Rosie's on a resident thinking, yeah, city break. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Most guys... The mum side, the female side, was like, "You are being absolutely ridiculous." She said, "What if there's a problem with Rosie and we need to be?" So Joe was like, "We either go into Brixham, which is next door to where she was, or Torquay." She said, "That's our, that's the kind of sort of area we were looking at." I'm thinking, you know, kind of Venice, kind of, you know, further afield for the weekend. And there's Joe thinking kind of Costa del Torquay. Trouble, well, that's what I mean. That's what I'm trying to get across. I'm not doing very well with that. I'm trying to say that Joe's the sensible one, and I'm the kind of, yeah. Well. So we didn't book anywhere. Then on the Friday, Farnbury School get told that there's been a sickness outbreak at Grenville, and all the kids, oh, it's cancelled. <laughs> last minute, Caleb, can you believe it? We were thinking we were away without the kids. Remember those days? You're coming back into that season now, aren't you? Joe's good, yeah. So what do we have to do? We were kind of thinking, well, Rosie's with us now. Do we? Do we I was thinking, do we still have to take her somewhere? Do we? Can't, you know, can we not just say, well, that's what you've got grandparents for, isn't it? So in the end, we thought, well, we wanted to do Legoland for a while, so in the end, on our anniversary, we ended up taking Rosie to Legoland on our anniversary, somewhere we've always wanted to, you know, when you think of anniversary, you think that's what you want to do, isn't it, you know, that's what you, you live the dream, don't you, think, yeah, so ended up at Legoland, ended up at Legoland, and I realised when we got to Legoland, that it's socially acceptable to wave at grown men and women when they're on a train. <laughs> Isn't it? Think about it. There were people going around on these little miniature trains, you know, the ones where they sit on it, and everybody's waving. And as we're going by, I'm waving at grown men that I've never even met before that you wouldn't do if they were walking on the street. But when they're on a miniature train, it's acceptable. It suddenly dawned on me. I'm thinking, well, that's crazy. That's crazy. And while we're up there, something quite amazing happened. Something quite amazing. I bumped into somebody in Legoland that used to be part of our youth group here. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? That's a coincidence. We just bumped into each other in Legoland. They don't live down here anymore. They've moved away. But as, I, as we, we, we looked, and I was like, is that you? And they were like, is that you? And I'm like, is that you? And they were like, is that... Yeah, it is you. And we chatted, and we had a great conversation. And when I got back... I messaged him and said, you know, how great, and he said, how weird was it? How strange was it that we just met like that? And I, I felt in my spirit, I thought, that's not just a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. Co- coincidence, they say, is God's way of staying anonymous. You know, that coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. And I like that. I like that. And so I messaged him and said, well, actually, I don't believe in coincidence. I said, I believe Jesus made that, that meeting happen. And I said, Jesus still loves you, Jesus has got his hand on you, and Jesus is still working in your life. And they sent a message back and they did a thumbs up. And then they said, I just want to say how grateful I am for the time that you spent in our lives when they were young. And I thought, isn't that interesting, that even then they still haven't forgotten the time that we spent. See, sometimes when we think we're speaking into some, we think it's wasted. And we think that it's just fallen on kind of hard ground and there's going to be no return. I want to tell you this person said, I'm so grateful. They actually said, you contributed to making me the person that I am today. And I was like, me? <laughs> but I said, it's not me doing it. It's God speaking through. It's God speaking through. See, those kind of things are important. It wasn't just coincidence. I don't know what God's going to do in that person's life going forward. But I know that God's got His hand on His life. God's got His hand on His life. Amen. If you turn to, with me to Hebrews chapter four, please. Going to be lots of stuff that I can't get through. But we're well, on again next week because Rob is away next week. All right, Rob. Yes. Wendy, make sure you, right, you're away. Are you away with Rob, or are you with? Have you not? You're old in the fort. Wendy's old in the fort. That's good. Okay. We've still got the mother in the house then. The mothers, the father's away for a week. We'll, let him, we'll bless him in Oakhampton. The mother's in the house. So Hebrews 4. So we're working through this word that God has given us, yeah? And mine is, I'm going to have to get a new one. Mine's looking a little bit kind of sorry for itself now. Going to need to get a new one printed off. But Hebrews 4. And it's this one verse. Hebrews 4.12. And this is what I believe that God is saying. It says this in Hebrews 4.12. It says, for the word of God is living. Yes. Yes. Amen. And you could just end right there and say, have a cup of tea and go home. Hear that. The word of God is living. And powerful. So to add to living, it's powerful and sharper, Ella. And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Word of God is living. And in this word, the prophecy that God has spoken to us, It says in here that my word will become alive. My word will become alive in their heart and in their mouth. And they will not fear speaking it out or sowing it wherever they go. My word will become alive. I want to tell you, the word is already alive. (laughs) It says there the word will become alive. So what it's got to do, it's got to transition from being the word that God speaks us already alive. It needs to transition to become alive in our heart and in our mouth. And you will not fear speaking it out wherever you go. And that was what was interesting to me. That was what was intrigued me, Pete. That intrigued me. To say, wherever I go. You see, when I saw this person in Legoland... That is out working wherever I may go. Because we as a leadership team in this next season is saying that rather than us just taking and absorbing this word, it's got to be active. Yeah, In this next season there's got to be a transition for there to be an activeness with this word. And that is what happened at Legoland. There was an activeness with the word. And we can fear speaking it out sometimes, can't we? But wherever you go, and that's been kind of my season at the moment, because then the week before we went to Legoland, I met someone for, for breakfast in McDonald's. You've got to do McDonald's breakfast. They're the best, aren't they? Where's that to? Where's that to? I'll take you to McDonald's breakfast one day. You'll no, love it. Thank you. All right? Sure. And I was meaning, no thank you. <laughs> Not even a free McDonald's breakfast. Well, what, what, what's on the plate? <laughs> so I met this person in McDonald's for breakfast. No <coughs> And they were talking, this person was, you know, sometimes when you're speaking with someone, you think they're quite loud. And I'm, you're thinking, well, you're loud. But they were louder than me. All right, I'm sat there, I'm just thinking, I'm just sipping on my coffee, my latte, I'm enjoying, you know, speaking. And they were quite loud. And I'm thinking, just keep... Keep the name of Jesus down a little bit. We're in McDonald's, yeah? You know, you kind of that. So you think, that's the pastor encouraging. (laughs) But I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm not on duty. I'm off duty. No, but that's not encouraging. You tell people to be quiet. I know. I'm just, it's preacher's license. Go with it. So I'm off duty, okay? I'm not a pastor at this point, okay? Somebody shout me down. Come on. I'm I'm never off duty. I don't agree with you. This is 24-7, this role. the gospel. Okay, (laughs) so we're there speaking, and I'm conscious that as that's this person speaking, that behind me this this lady's listening in, she's listening in, and then she says, Because they were talking about Alpha, and that she said, Oh, I'd like to come to Alpha. She said, So, what was that? Where did that come from? I sort of turned around, she was sat right behind me, so she. I used to go to Sunday school, she said. I was like, okay, this is getting interesting. This is getting interesting. And then she started telling us her life story about how she's got unforgiveness and how she she wants to believe in God, but she doesn't quite feel that she can make that step. So I, I looked at the person that I was with and I was like... We've got to do something here, haven't we? <laughs> and they looked at me, and I looked at them, and then they looked back at me, and I was like, well, you do something. You're, you're a leader. You do something. And then they looked back at me and said, well, you're a leader. You do something. <laughs> and this went on for about five minutes. My burger's getting cold by this time. And then I thought, actually, yeah, this is outworking what this word says. It says you will speak it and sow it, Wherever you go. That's right. Whether it's Legoland, whether it's Asda, whether it's the eye operation and the surgery there, whether it's the dentist, wherever it may be, a primary school, wherever it may be. Yeah. So we ended up this, this stranger that I've never even met before in my life and we're there and we're praying for her in the middle of McDonald's. Lovely. 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 Right Lovely. Lovely. We're praying for this woman in the middle of McDonald's. To pray. With everybody else looking on and listening. Yeah. Don't make the But when you're in that act of of saying, God, this has to be you, and I'm stepping out here in faith, because naturally you might think, oh yeah, you're a confident person, but when it comes to praying for someone in the middle of McDonald's, easy for you to say, when was the last time you prayed for someone in McDonald's? Bless you, brother. brother. But for me, it was not an easy thing, and for most people, it wouldn't be an easy thing. But when God lays it on your heart to say, hey, this woman here is desperate. She's in tears. She's afraid. And I'm thinking, I can't walk out of this place and not give her something of Jesus. Now, I gave her my number in the church, and whether she comes or whether she doesn't, that's not up to me. That's not up to me. My responsibility was to simply say, hey, there's a Jesus that loves you. There's a Jesus that can bring forgiveness, but the only way you can forgive is by the Spirit of God. Do you know that? Yeah. You can't forgive naturally. You can't love your enemies. You can't be good to someone when they do you wrong unless you're walking in the Holy Spirit. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. You can't do it unless it's not a natural thing to do. And so we worked through some of that stuff with her. And she ended up kind of going out... And she was just so kind of like, I can't believe, again, can't believe this is a coincidence that we met. She said, when you came in, you looked like a builder. I'm thinking, a builder? (laughs) Although I I was wearing a yellow, one of those yellow plastic, no, I wasn't wearing a yellow plastic. She said, I thought you were a builder. No. I said, I'm just an ordinary guy that loves Jesus, that wants to bring you some freedom. See, it's not our responsibility to know. What God? Paul said that one plants, one sows, one waters, and then the worship centre gives the increase. <laughs> and then we bring the increase. And then our gifting and our anointing, well maybe a little bit of our anointing, but it's God that brings the increase. God brings the increase. It's not our responsibility to know. It's our responsibility to sow. You can have that one. See, in this next season, we believe that it's got to go out there. It's got to go out there. And we had a wonderful time on Wednesday night. We nearly had a lock-in on Wednesday night, didn't we? (laughs) All the building work going on and... Lee says they blocked the entrance so we can't get out. You want to tell some people's face suddenly started to change in when they thought we'd be sleeping here, didn't they? Especially yours. But at least we should have had the flannels. At least we could have had a little sort of face wash or something. But what a time on Wednesday night. God's presence was in this place on Wednesday night. And Wendy said it's time to build. Didn't you? I look like a builder. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go, it's pathetic or prophet. <laughs> I look anything but a builder. But she said, it's time to build. And Wendy said, be prepared for God to interrupt our lives rather than the enemy. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Be prepared for God to interrupt your life rather than the enemy. See, we put too much focus on the enemy. We put too much focus. and Not saying to neglect and say he's not real, or but we put too much focus on him in our lives. You see, and as I went away, I thought, God, yeah, what if, what if the stuff that's going on in my life and in your life is actually God doing that rather than the devil? And I'm trying to rebuke God from doing something that he wants to bring me to where he wants me and we're saying I rebuke you devil in the name of Jesus when Jesus is actually there saying this is me I'm working this in your life I'm interrupting your life what if there's some of the stuff going on I'm not saying everything that's going on in your life is is God because yeah the devil does try and discourage us wear us down I know that but sometimes, in this season, I believe God is going to interrupt our lives. Now, you can't create what happened in McDonald's for me. I can't create that. That's what we talked about. when You can't create that. Because if I was to go down there now with Charles, because Charles, Charles loves that, if we were to go down there now, we couldn't try and create that. It has to be authentic. That's the word, right? Authentic. A divine appointment. And you know it in here when God does that. But what I want to lay before us this morning is to say, be expectant in this next season that God is going to create opportunities for you to speak this word into being. Well, that's some of you. In this next season, God is going to create opportunities for you to declare life for people that are in amen. broken, that are in chains, that need freedom. Amen. Yeah, amen. And as I prayed that and I came away from that on Wednesday, being encouraged and being fired up by the Spitfire, you should have been in here Wednesday, the Spitfire, the rocket, that's right. rocket, spit. She is, I know. But now she's a rocket as well. We've got a double. (laughs) Oh, Oh, she's got more power. Yeah, she's got more power. (laughs) More flannel. (laughs) (laughs) As I came away, saying, God, yeah, give me more opportunity. And that's a dangerous prayer to pray. It's a good one. But it's dangerous because then the next day I had another opportunity that came my way that has taken me out of my comfort zone. Now I'm saying, God, there's no way I can do it. I don't feel ready to do that. But God said, you pray to give you more opportunity. You prayed it. You prayed it. And so now I'm in this place of saying, as you said, shake off the old and step into the new. We need a bit of a Taylor Swift anointing to shake it off. Shake off the old and step into the new. And I'm thinking, well, if I'm stepping into this newness, God, that's a scary place. Scary is in kind of, not that you can't do it, but that, what if I fail? What if I mess up? What if I get it wrong? But I want to tell you, if God brings that opportunity your way, He will give you the grace and the anointing for that specific time and that specific purpose. Amen. Because it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about His glory. It's about freedom for people that are in this broken world that need to hear that Jesus loves them. Amen. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know what it is. And to some people it may be silly. But to me, it's a, it's a step that I'm thinking, I don't know if I can do this. But it's good. A Taylor Swift anointing. Shake it off. Shake it off. So we fully believe that this next season, there's going to be a shift in this place. That's what I'm declaring. That's what we have come in alignment with, that there's going to be a shift in this place, that we've had a time of absorbing. Let me get this, because some of you are like, what are you doing with a bucket of water? Sometimes we need to sort of see something. You see, and this is what I've seen. Sorry, it's only water. It's not anything. But over the last few months, with this word, this year... This is what we've been like. We've just absorbed. And absorbed, Rob, and absorbed. And heard the word, and heard the word, and absorbed it. And we've soaked it up. But there's gotta be a time of a shift where, a bit of a squeeze to say, hey, it needs to come out. Can you see that? Trying to get it in the bucket. (laughs) But there needs to be a squeezing. Where we say, God, if it's in your life at the minute and you're feeling a little bit squeezed, I would say 99% of that would be God squeezing you. Because again, Wendy did a great example. And I'm not going to get you to do it now, but she kind of was walking around like a, a big sort of saying, we're just like this, where we've just stuffed our faces with this word from God. We've stuffed and we've stuffed. But if you don't do any exercise, if there's no action with it, if it's not active, we'll just end up becoming lazy Christians, sumo Christians, and we'll sit there and we won't be able to move. Like in the natural, if you don't exercise but you're just eating and eating and eating all the time, guess what happens? It's difficult to get active when you just do that. But there has to be a time where we to be soaked in it. And it was right to soak. But now as God starts to squeeze. There has to be an outpouring. And you might get wet feet. And you might get <laughs> a little bit wet. Some people didn't want to sit on the front row. But that's what I see it as a sponge. And I want to be a sponge for him. But I don't just want to hold it. I want it to be broken open. I want it to be a a minister and and, and bring a release to people. See, that's what we're saying. We haven't seen yet the fullness of this word. Yeah, that's what we've talked about, isn't it? We haven't seen the fullness of this. And whenever God speaks, there has to be an outwork and a manifestation of fullness of what God has spoken. That's what we're believing for, that in this next season, we've got to get active. We've got to get active, but it says, don't fear. You won't fear speaking it out. may not be McDonald's for you, but I don't know where it may be, but you've got to say, when you feel the Holy Spirit saying something, don't fear, speak it out and see God move. So you go, watch this, watch this. If you believe it's going to rain, you'll build an ark. If you believe, if you believe it's going to rain, you'll build an ark. I'll go a little bit deeper. If you believe you're going to have a baby, you'll paint the nursery. I'm not saying you're going to have a baby, that's not. <laughs> 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 but my point. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it, that's it. <laughs> but my point is if you believe there's going to be a baby, you paint the nursery. We ain't got a nursery. If you believe it's going to rain, you'll build an ark. If you believe it's going to happen, you will do something, you'll be active. See so you heard this the other day, it says, what I do in the present, what I do in the present is what I actually believe about my future. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that, Claire? Yeah. What I do, yes. what you do, in the present, yeah. like painting a nursery, in faith, yeah. not seeing, yeah. what I do in the present is what I actually believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. What I actually believe, Glynn, What I actually believe about my future. Wow. If you believe it's going to rain, you'll build an ark. You know, the ark was just an incredible act of faith. We can't fully grasp what that meant, building an ark for a hundred odd years when they hadn't even seen rain. What an act of faith. That wasn't just a one moment. That was a a lifetime almost of faith, a life of faith. An incredible act of faith in opposition in doubt, in adversity. But that's what faith looks like. You see, salvation isn't based on our faith. Ephesians says that. Ephesians 2. Salvation isn't based on our faith, but our works is. That's what James says, but our works is. And I like that. That was one of mine. You could stick that on Instagram or something if you want. You can post that. Salvation isn't based on our works, dot, dot, dot. But our faith is. Faith without works is dead, James says. Faith without works, faith without action, faith without building an ark is dead. When the rains came, if there was no ark, that was it. When the baby came, you could have painted the nursery, I guess, half, but it would have been, it was an act of faith, wasn't it? And what an act of Faith. That we stood with you in that time. An act of faith to say, what I believed today back then was what you believed was going to be. Yeah. And it did. And you got double trouble. Because then George came along as well. Yeah. You've got to shake off the old and step in to the new. And it's interesting that as I speak to people I've heard that quite a few times, that people are stepping into a new season. People are stepping in to a new season. It's not just one or two. I'm talking quite a few people stepping in, saying, God, this is a bit scary. This is a bit, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know if it's right or wrong. But God, if I believe you said it, I've got to step into it. I've got to step into it. I've got to shake off that old, that old stuff that, that maybe we're good for a season. And nothing old is wasted because we learn through everything. Everything, even if it's old, is for a season. But there comes a time when God says, hey, it's ready and time to step into something new. And by stepping, you're kind of sometimes saying, I don't know if it's stable. What a word that for this country in a minute about stability <laughs> when nothing seems to be stable at the moment nothing seems to be stable but there is only one yes. there is only one that is stable and his name is Jesus and if he's called you out the boat when Peter loved, if he calls you out the boat I want to tell you I want to step because if he said it then I'm going to do it And it's only when Peter took his eyes off Jesus that he started to sink. When he started to hear the wind and the waves, he started to go down. But Jesus still said it. And he still walked. We forget he still walked. He did it. And today, if it's someone saying, well, I know God's called me to step out in this area. God, I'm knowing, I'm sensing in my spirit, you're calling me to step out in this area and I don't fully know. And I want to say, just push that door and step out. Say, God, I give this to you, this opportunity, I give it to you. Let's just stand, please. This stuff, I'll leave that. Let's stand, it's 12 o'clock. Thank you, Jesus. There's going to be a shift. There's going to be a shift. There's going to be an action. This word is going to be active. And today, you're not in here by coincidence. You may be down because it's half term. You may be here just because you're on holiday visiting parents or family, but you're not here by coincidence. This is God's way of staying anonymous in your life today. And some of you may have even been thinking, well, I wasn't going to be here today. But you're here. And God wants you to reach out to him. He wants you to open your heart to him. He wants you to trust him. And with eyes closed, please, in this place... This is where it's between you and God. Between you and God. And he wants to know, what are you in faith for? Are you in faith? And you may say, well, God, I've been in faith before and that didn't work out so well. But God says, trust me. Go again, if you believe it's going to rain, you'll build an ark. If you believe it's going to happen, you'll do something. And Lord, today as we've read that it says your word is living. Your word is alive and powerful and sharper and a discerner of hearts. See, God knows your heart today. You don't need to put on a show He knows what you're thinking. He knows your intentions. But in this place, this atmosphere right now, God is saying, He wants your heart. He wants you to step into that new with confidence. He wants you to have your ears open to say, I can speak that word. I can say that. I'm not going to be afraid. And if that's you this morning, that you just need to say, God, yeah, I'm in that new season. I'm a bit anxious. I'm a bit... Concerned, I'm a bit fragile, I'm a bit feeling vulnerable. Then God wants to let you know this morning that it's gonna be okay. God wants you to know that He remains. When all that's said and done, He still remains. That's one category, and I also want to say and give opportunity that if you don't know Jesus this morning, that it may be your time to step out for those of you online that may be watching at a later date if you've never made a commitment to Jesus now is your time to say I want to step out I don't fully understand it all I've got questions I've got doubts but it's by faith that you're saved it's by grace through faith and it takes a step of faith to say yes God I believe you To get a revelation of who he is. That he's a loving father that gave his life for you to die for you so that you could be set free from your sin. And say, whoever believes in me shall have eternal life. I want to give you opportunity right now in this place to say, Jesus, i respond to you. You haven't got all the answers, but it's a step of faith to say, yeah, that's me. Is that you? I'll give you five, ten seconds to just wave at me and say, Yeah, I want to accept Jesus. Your heart's pumping. Your head's coming up with a different reasons of why to say no. But God's calling you by his spirit this morning. You're in this place for a reason for such a time as this. Is that you? Okay. So, for those this morning that are entering that new season, I just want to pray for you. I just lift our hands before we we go. Thank you, Jesus. Lift our hands. We thank you, Lord, that your Word is alive and living, and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, living and powerful. And Lord, for those people in this place today that are stepping into that new season, that may be on, on, on the edge of saying, I'm not sure whether to step out. There may be those that have already stepped out. But it may be those today that you're saying, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm in the right place. I'm not sure if I'm going in the right place, Lord. I pray today that your spirit fall upon them. Your spirit fall upon them to know that they're stepping into something new and that if you've called them, then you won't let them down. Lord, if they're in a place of squeezing, Lord, today I pray, Lord, that it's you that comes out. But that we're called to action. Oh, have your way, Jesus. Let them know, Lord, as they take that step of faith, that it's you that's calling them. It's you that's calling them. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be afraid. We thank you, Jesus, that you're moving. That you're moving in this community. In this nation, you are moving. Because you have the final word. And your word doesn't return void. But your word accomplishes that which it was sent to do. Your word has a heartbeat. Your word has a heartbeat that is living. Lord, help us to speak the right word at the right time. And Lord, even if we mess up, you can still make it good. Because you work all things together for good. If we do it in the right heart, Lord, you work it for good. Lord, take our broken vessels this morning as an act of worship. That, Lord, we may need a bigger vessel. I believe that in this place that we're going to need a bigger vessel. Lord, I pray again, Lord, for for this place. Lord, help our faith. That, Lord, success doesn't look like numbers. That's not what success looks like. It doesn't look like numbers. But Lord, you look at the heart. Lord, and I want people in this place that have a heart for you. That have a heart for worship. That have a heart to see your glory, your kingdom come on earth. That Lord, your kingdom come. That's what we pray today, Lord. In this next season, as there is a shift... A call to action. That Lord, you go before us. Help us to dare stepping out. To dare stepping out. In faith. Whatever that looks like for you. We thank you, Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That you're living, you're sharper, you're powerful, and a discerner of hearts. We thank you, Jesus.